This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The Samsung Neo QLED 8K TV featuring incredible color volume with 8K AI upscaling powered by 20 neural networks on an impossibly slim screen is the kind of TV that's so visually astounding, so unfathomably well-designed, it has to be seen to be believed. Don't believe me? Well, okay then. Radio has its limits. Samsung Neo QLED 8K. Unreasonably good. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Uh, good morning. I have no idea what's happening in the land of YouTube, in the land of COVID-19. Anything's possible. Uh, what a strange world we're living in at the minute. It is Thursday tea time for us. Uh, we have a special guest on the show. Uh, but before that, my partner in crime, as always, Carl van der Watering. You can't, you know, I work at Youth Justice, so I don't say partner in crime because people start doing background checks and stuff and I can't afford it, Chris. I need my wages, you know. <laughs> How are we doing? Oh, very good. Are you excited about today's, uh, well, tonight's or this evening's guest, I suppose? Yes, yes. A full-blooded international. Oh, shall, I, shall we go for it? I think so. Right, you can let's int- go for it. You can introduce yeah, no, him. No problem. Well, obviously, an Englishman, a Dutchman and a Malteseman. All on a podcast together. <laughs> He's not a joke. That is Daniel Bogdanovich. Hello, Daniel. You all right? Oh, he's looking confused, Carl. Oh, he's, he's connected. Hi, hi. Hey, how are you, Daniel? Yeah, very well, lads. How are you? Yeah, good man, good man. Yeah, very good. We've uh, we've got same, same time zone now. It's like, like, yeah. Dr. <laughs> like Dr. Who earlier. Like different time zones, different... Oh, that's my bad, mate. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> no, all Chris had to do was agree a time. That's all he had to do. And he even messed that one up, I tell you. <laughs> uh, Daniel, that's I my will... fault. That's my fault. <laughs> I will take the blame, mate. That's usually what happens on this show. Whenever it goes wrong, I take the blame. Whenever it goes right, Carl takes the credit. That's how it works. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it is. <laughs> how are you, sir? Are you, are you well? Yeah, I'm very good. I'm very good. Well, you know, lately the times have been hard, tough for everyone, but you know, we have to deal with it. And, uh, but you're back on the you're back on the training ground. That's that's where you've been. Yeah, they've allowed us. Yeah, they've allowed us to to be not more than six uh, players plus manager, coach, whatever uh, on the pitch at the same time. So we're trying to shift the times around and uh, different groups. Yeah, and yeah. try four or five groups, you know, just to fit fit everyone everyone in in off season programs sort of because the league, leagues has stopped so. 
like everywhere else. And we'll come so, to you know. we'll come to your current position uh, in yeah. football at the end of the show. We'll go all the way back to start because we like to like to keep an order to it, Carlo, to a certain degree. <laughs> so we'll start at the beginning, uh, Daniel. Was it always football for yourself? Was there another job? Was there another sport? Were you naturally gifted to begin with? Well, I would say it was only football. I was when I was a kid, I was dreaming always to play professional football, you know. And then when you're a kid, you always dream of Real Madrid's and Milan's, and you know. And some people are lucky and good enough to get there. Others, you know, uh, are not. But I was I was lucky enough to, you know, to do it as as a job. And then, and for me, it was never. I never seen it as a job. I was always, you know, it's football. It's fun. It's 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 a game for the people, you know, to 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 enjoy and and. and and watch and you know me I was always for the fans and then, and then you know uh, football football is about you know about entertainment entertaining people and then you know people pay their money hard earned money to to come and watch so you know um you have to be entertaining in some in some way or the other some people are entertaining entertaining with skills other with hard work so you know uh, yeah you just yeah. have to fit it here we're still trying to find our skill, but we're only young, so we'll look at And Daniel, you, you talked about those dreams of, of, of people that want to become sort of professional football players. Was there a specific player that you sort of thought, I want to be like Johan Cruyff? Just because he's Dutch, I thought I'll mention him. But you know, are, you, what, are you Dutch, Carlo? <laughs> you, it's, was only, it? it's, only, it's only took us a, a few minutes, um, but we finally realised that Carlo's Dutch on this show. Go on, well, Daniel. My, I always, I always had a, a poster of Marco van Basten on my, on my, uh, on my wall. So you know, he was, he was sort of, he was sort of the, the guy who, who I, you know, seen myself in and, and the way he played and, and you know, well, with all respect, I'm nothing like him, you know. But as when you're as a kid, you know, you you, you dream of becoming someone, someone, and he was that, that guy. I I know you say you're not like him, but when you think about being six, seven, eight years old with all these other youngsters playing football, there's only a small percentage that actually go on and and, and make it their profession, their job. And you've had, still have, you've made a really good career out of it. I mean, you you know, play in Malta, you've played over, you've you've played obviously with us, you've played with Sheffield United. So you've made a really good, so you're one of the rare ones with the talent and the skill to be able to say, you know, that was my profession. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to to have skills when I was a kid, and and I wouldn't say my skills were brilliant, uh, but I had some basics in, in in when it comes to football. But it's 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 dreams. That's what I always say to the players, especially the young ones. You got to start somewhere, and the first step is a dream. That's what that's where everything begins. It's 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 a dream, and and then you know dreams come reality if you work for it, and that's what I that's what I did. You know, I I knew I had something. You know, but you know, when you're when you're a kid growing in Africa and 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 traveling all over the place, you know, with 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 um, with all the movement that my parents did, you know, from Africa to Asia, to you basically don't know exactly what you have. You know, you're trying to mix up with a lot of you know nationalities and cultures and stuff, and and it's very it's very hard, you know, especially where I came from. It's it's not something common around my surroundings to be to be a professional footballer. I mean, I grew up in a really you know. Um, tough places and but it's a dream I always say it's, it's just keep dreaming and then and then you have to you know pull your socks up and and, and and do the dirty job you know basically you have to you have to grind it grind it grind it and and and, and always have the will to improve and take and take blame and and criticism in a, in a, in a positive way and that's how yeah. you get there yeah. I mean 
there is not such thing luck um you know in in in, in youth football it's they're all kids especially now i'm, I'm following you know the barnsley uh, youth sector and, and the Sheffield united youth sectors and 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 all the work that Martin is doing and, and, and Bobby and, you know, and there's a Maltese lad, I think, somewhere around there, around the development uh, squads and something. And, you know, so I, I try to follow and I can guarantee you all those kids, they can all make it professionally. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just a matter of they want it or they don't and then how much they're dreaming and, and, and not giving up because kids have the tendency to give up after the first obstacle. You know, they get they get rejected at a trial, or they get rejected a couple of times or three times, and they say, "Okay, this is not for me. I'll go do something else." Just just keep going, because if if you're a 19 year old kid at a club like Barnsley, like I don't know Sheffield, you, you are worth something. You know, so you just you just you just have to keep going. Uh, you mentioned just for people that are not aware, you mentioned living in numerous places throughout your childhood. Uh, just tell people in what the reason that was. Uh, yeah, basically, my dad, my dad was a football manager and, and you know, um, as a football manager, you get offered places and, and countries, you know, and unfortunately, I wouldn't say unfortunately, I was lucky to grow in a lot of places and, and, and learn different things and languages and stuff. Um, but, you know, my dad never got an, a, a, an opportunity to manage in a big football country. You know, he was one of those managers where, you know, a less quoted countries always go to and, and so we had to move around and I had to follow him around the places. And, and so, you know, that's, that's the reason why I've, you know, changed so many countries and, and so many clubs. And, and, but I'm, I'm, I'm lucky, you know, I, 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 can't, I can't complain, to be honest. Um, you, you made it. You became a professional football player. And then um, talk to us then how, how you came to be at Barnsley. Because um, I suppose, I mean, for us, obviously, it's the club that we follow. It's the club that we love. I'm, I'm well aware that if you go and talk to somebody in Germany or in Holland or, or in Hungary, they might have not heard of Barnsley. So h- how did it come about? How did the transfer come about? At the time I was, at the time I was playing in, uh, in Bulgaria uh, with Lokomotiv. Yeah. And um, there was a, a football manager, I mean, a football agent who, um, who I got in contact with by luck. You know, and that's, that's the part of luck when you get into, into, into football is I met the guy randomly at an airport while I was traveling on my international duty. And we exchanged contacts and um, basically he came to watch one of the games. And um, luckily enough, that game was against Levski, Sofia. And that was one of my best games, like one of the career highlights. And I scored a one worldly that day. And, and from there, sort of, you know, things started. And, and I remember an unfortunate, unfortunate situation with Ian Hume that happened with... Uh, yes. When he got injured, and yeah. you know, you see, these are all puzzles that connect in one among players' life, and then sometimes they're fortunate for once and unfortunate for the others. It was unfortunate for Ian, you know, and and you know, a club got a spot as a striker, and, and he needed someone. I was, I was, you know, introduced, and and, and he basically, you know, showed my videos and stuff, and, and I came up, did the medical, and and. The manager with Simon Davy at the time, uh, so everything went well, and, and the rest is history. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, Carlos jumped to your, your Barnsley bit. I, I've got numerous teams in numerous countries that you played for before. So I, I'm assuming are you bilingual? Are you multilingual? How many? How many different languages? Uh, I, I speak ten. I speak ten languages fluently. Wow, because Carlos can speak Dutch, English, a and bit of Tran. French. 
<laughs> a bit of French, I, a bit of German, but that's it. <laughs> I'm good at talking in English, well. and, and 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 another word that I'll not say. I'm good at talking about. You can speak ten languages and town. You can be. Did you fit well in at Barnsley straight away off the bat? Oh, I loved it. I, I mean, I loved it. You know, it, it was it was. I would say the best club I ever been to. You know, um, it was just. The, the, the atmosphere, the team we had at the time, and, and you know, there was a bit of a buzz um, coming from the FA Cup run uh, the, the few months prior, and, and so it was, it was all in all, it was, it was, it was amazing, you know, and, and, and people loved me, so I, I you know, I wish to say sorry I went to Sheffield United, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you can be forgiven for that. I think if it had been the other but, side of Sheffield, um, you I don't know, think you'd be on the podcast now. But... <laughs> uh, well, you know, um, it was it was it was a decision you know I made and and it was you know there was many many things behind it but one, money was not 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 one of them I can guarantee you. And um, you talk very fondly, obviously, about uh, being a Barnsley player. And um, any games or goals that that stand out to you that you you know you, you think back or you might talk to other players about? Carlo, do you want me to bring the stats up? I've yeah, got, please. Got, oh, I've look got at the this stats, now, Daniel. I, I, I'm not prepared it, so I will I will put it on now. Um, we like to show people their stats and when they made the debut and stuff like that. Um, I'll see if Hold I can on. find it for you. Let's have a look. That's the stadium. Look at that. There we go. Oh, there we are. I'll uh, get it zoomed in so everybody can see it at home. I know that. That's uh, it. I've always got this prepped, Carlo, but believe it or not, I've been working today. Can you believe that? Hold on. For the first time in 10 weeks, you've been working and now you're using it as an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> so, da- Daniel, what, uh, what do you think of that? Just looking there, the, the, um, on me, me, there. Personally, personally, you know, I would, I would say it's, it's okay, but you know, uh, I could have done better, you know. But it's, it's, it's acceptable. Let's say it's acceptable. Um, I'm assuming you're talking about your goals per appearances. Is that? Is yeah, that yeah, you? yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's acceptable. I mean, it's, it's, you know, um, I was never the, the, the box player. You know, I was never the, the the guy who used to sit in a box and just wait for the ball to come. You know, I was I was, ch- I was chasing fullbacks as you remember, and then and then running everywhere. And so, you know, for for a for a guy who who was not a, a pure number nine, I mean, these are very good stats, I would say. But you know, I well, could have done better. It's almost what two goals in every every five games, really, which is is pretty. I think yeah, that's a pretty good yeah, it's sort of one goal one goal every two and a half games. Or yeah. Not. So yeah. we talk about your debut there, uh, 27th of January 2009, against Ipswich. Was that off the bench, or did you start that one? Or no, I started. I started. That was a funny story, though. Um, um, at the time, uh, Simon Davy, the manager, um, I was at the hotel uh, preparing, and I had some physical issues uh, coming from a preseason in Bulgaria. It was really tough, and so I had some some hamstring problems, tightness, and stuff, and. And and he just texted me like a couple of hours before the game and said, "Listen, you start and get ready." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay." Well, listen, you, if you, if you I, I say no, if the music started, my mind as well dance, you know. And and and, <laughs> and, um, and it was good. It was good. I had a great game, to be honest. Um, scored as well. So, and from there, basically, it's like people take to, took me in, and 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 you know, the rest is is just you know, it's, it was amazing. Before I pull stats up, sorry, Carlo, you were asking about goals. Yeah, is, is there a goal that you um, that you say that was probably my best goal while, whilst I played for Barnsley, or a match that you remember that you thought was probably one of your, your better matches? Um, um, 
Well, I can't say, I, to be honest, I can't say I had bad matches. Um, I always had good games, I always played well, um, always did my best. Um, but I would say the match that I remember the most was the final game against Pat Limit, if you guys remember, uh, the, day yeah. when, the day when Norwich got relegated. Yep. Um, and we beat Plymouth to to nil with Jamal and uh, and Adam scoring the goals. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I would say that was the game filled with a lot of emotions. I had some personal problems and stuff at home, and and over overall that was the game that I would say I remember. But um, the game that stands out is the is the 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 win at, at Cardiff when I scored two goals. Yes. Um, that was that was everyone gave us for for you know. A punching bag going there, and then you know, and then we came back, you know, three points nice and easy walking apart. We're, we're still a punching bag now, according to Manny, so nothing's ever nothing's changed. Yeah, we like to be the underdog. Did you enjoy, uh, did you really, I don't know, participate in the old the underdog banner and, and being at Barnsley? And, well, look, I, I mean, you, I, you live off maybe. I, I love being an underdog, uh, I've based my whole life about being an underdog, you know, I was never, you know, rated highly from anyone in anything and, and I always prove people wrong. So that's my way forward in life and then also in management. You know, many people had doubts and, and you know, with hard work and, and, and facts and, and, you know, and, and doing things properly, so you know, you, you, you're successful. You were an underdog and you were a grafter. Was there a, a better team made for you other than Barnsley Football Club? Really, it, it just I, would, I would say, I would say, I would say, for the character I have and the way I see football, the way I see things, it was it was a perfect match, to be honest. And that's why yeah. the results were what what they were. And to be honest, the fans, I would say, they were amazing. You know, it's it's. Um, although I went to United, um, which is a big club, a massive club, and with a massive fan base and everything, but Barnsley felt more like a family. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, you go to United, you're you're one of the many, and it's like a job. But being yeah. being a Barnsley, and it's it's more like a family, you know. Like everyday people, you go to the market, you meet everyone, and, and you know, and, and you can't you can't you can't go and buy any any groceries because you know as soon as you walk into town, everyone stops you, and that's it. Your day is gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, but it was it was a perfect match, to be honest. Yeah. What about what about your teammates at the time? Um, any. People that you got on better with than maybe some other ones, or was it a very good gang and, and sort of everybody got on with each other? No, that was uh, funny enough. That was one of the few, maybe the only club I've been to that um, it, was, it was a perfect um, environment for everyone. We didn't have one big headed guy, you know, in football, you always find those couple of. Um, Sorry to say, cocky guys, you know. Where yeah, we've got one on our podcast. He's called Carlo. I have to rein him in a little bit, you know. He's big-headed, but uh, Danny. Um, big you know, headed. with the high, with the high ego and stuff, and then yeah. they have, we didn't have that kind of the kind of environment, and basically that ref- reflected on the pitch, you know. And then we had a couple of very good season as 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 a squad, and um, with some very good players, you know, and and and. And I mean, it was it was it was it was really good. The, the mix, the blend between the youth and the the, the seniors were, were was was spot on, and and you know, and and the managerial changes that happened at that time was was really good. That's so, and, that's that's really interesting, isn't it? Because there's a a, a piece, uh, a, it's about a three minute clip going around on social media on Twitter, and it's Leroy Lita, who who obviously joined Barnsley later on, um, talking about his transfer to Barnsley. And saying he hated it from the minute he got there, 
because he felt Barnsley could be a club that could go places, but there were too, far too many younger players and you don't win anything with the kids. And it very much seems that people need to buy in the club that Barnsley yeah. is. It's very much, a, even as you know, the fans, we, we've got, you know, there are men at 70 that, that's watched that team for 50 years and you've got little ones at, at, you know, at three. Um, when you walk in town and you see a player, people want to be able to go up and say, oh, you've played fantastic or can I have a signature? Um, and for some players, that is the environment they need to flourish, to get better, to feel accepted. And for other ones, that is almost seen as, um, you know, ancient, uh, not competitive enough because you talked about the mix between youth and everything else. Now still, Barnsley's DNA, Barnsley's philosophy is that you look at young players from lower leagues or in your academy, you bring them up, you bring them into the first team, you develop them and you try and sell them at a higher price because that keeps money coming in and that's how the club sort of, of survives. Um, of course. Yeah, yeah, keep on. Yeah. Is that, obviously, you're still playing. Uh, you talked about, you know, watching some of the younger players. Looking at the money that's being involved in football, surely that has to be the best way forward. You can't, you know, you've played for all these teams. You can't buy success, can you? There is no magic recipe. No. Um, and Man City is, Manchester City is one example. Um, they spend so much before they even won, before they even go close by win. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 and not all the clubs are fortunate enough, you know, to, to get a, an owner who is, who's ready to, to spend, you know, a billion. Yeah. Pounds and just just throw them in and 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 you know just it's it doesn't happen that way unfortunately there's there's only a few clubs in the world and 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 mainly enough it's going to be the clubs that are playing Champions League football that clubs that are you know um, they invest the money to get money back basically they're not giving it's not it's not a gift no. you know it's it's a business and I for just, a club like Barnsley for a club like Barnsley I mean it's 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 a must to 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 keep going the way they're going yeah. and. You know, and and I'm sure with with time, um, you know, um, the, the way the way things are going, um, the way the the, the market is going to change, you know, um, hopefully one of the good kids is going to stick and stay at Barnsley and you know, and make make a difference, and and that's that's the wish I have basically. I mean, it's it's, it's a great club for me, for me, Barnsley. It's 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 so much underrated as a club, you know, from from around around UK, I would say because. Be honest, abroad, not many people know Barnsley. Um, only the 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 English sort of colonies, um, you know, the the, the 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 big countries like Italy, Germany, they heard of Barnsley, they know Barnsley. But if you go around the majority of the world, they don't know Barnsley. No. And it's it's a club. It's a, for me, it's a, Barnsley. It's a very big club. And people underrated that club for many years, you know, and they still do. And there's so much potential at that club. The only thing is, um, they should in, they should always get in players that fit in with that style of of play and the image of the club and the, and the people especially. You know, people love to see a player giving giving his hundred and ten percent, chasing a fullback down the whole pitch, tackling a fullback. You know, you know. And that's why that's why I mean I read the comments that Leroy said and and, and you know I've heard them and you know it's it's. It's not nice, to be honest, to speak about any club as a professional, regardless of what happens, to say that you hated the moment at that club because you're disrespecting the whole fan base, you're disrespecting the whole people that trusted you as a human being, yeah. first and foremost, as a human being, and then as a professional footballer. Yeah. 
Yeah. For me, you know, that's 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 a wrong step and a wrong thing to say. But regardless, you know, everyone's free to say what they want. And yeah. Carlo mentioned uh, teammates earlier. Um, I'm going to put you on spot here, uh, Danny. If you were to say a five-a-side football team with yourself at the front, so we're talking about a five-a-side football team of Barnsley players that you played with, yeah. who would be in that team? Well, um, that's a tough one. Um, so in, terms of say, skill, in terms of skill and yeah, well, that's, listen, and ability, we're talking five-a-side. We're talking five-a-side. Okay, okay, okay. You know, we're talking five-a-side football. Now, <laughs> five-a-side football and 11-a-side football, it's a totally different story. Okay, yeah. I would say Hugo Colasse and Adam Hamill, um, Anderson, Silva. Yep, yep. No. Um, I'll put Kwasi in, just for the banter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And Steely, of course. Of course, um, you know you need a goalkeeper, and then at my time he was there. And he was he was great, to be honest. You, and then, you play with you some know, great players during your time, haven't you? Some some real uh, cult heroes, so to say. Did you watch the uh, playoff final from 2016? Obviously, of course, you played, of course, you played of with Hamill first time round, didn't you? You yeah. must have been so happy for him because he, he really. Oh yeah, it was it was it was amazing. I mean, I watched his life, and, and you know, it was my son is a Barnsley supporter. You know, he was wearing the Barnsley okay. shirt and. And it was it was amazing, and what a goal he scored by the way, man! It's, it's just it's one of his gems. He always does it from for some reason from that side, you know. Yeah. When he yeah. cut, when he cuts in and then it whips the ball, it just you know most of the time it goes in. And luckily, you know, luckily for for the club, it went in that time and it went in in a, in a nice way. So. It's 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 something you said earlier on. I always once. Um, Chris tells me who we're interviewing. I always ask all my friends, "What's your memories?" Because obviously we we are of that age that you know we we go quite a way back. And um, overwhelmingly, from all the people that I have regular contact with, is what they're saying. What they like to see of a player in in a Barnsley shirt is a hundred percent. If you come up against an opposition that's better than you, that don't matter. As long as you give hundred percent, and as long as you leave all your blood, guts, and tears on that pitch. And they said, um, your era, that uh, Anderson de Silva was probably one of the most skillful players we've ever seen, Oakwell. Adam Hamill was like um, a diamond in the rough. He was very young, but he had the skill. And you never stop running. You never quit on a ball or a player or a tackle. And I think that five-a-side team, imagine, 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 yeah, obviously you play football, Chris. Yes, Imagine I do, yeah. <laughs> bringing your side down to a five-a-side. I tell you what oh, my oh money my would goodness. be, and it wouldn't be on your team. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carlos mentioned about players uh, you've played with. We always ask about managers. Um, obviously, you mentioned earlier you've been signed by David, but really, you flourished under Robbins, and Robbins had some very nice words to say about you. I'll just, I'll just run them past you and see what you think. And then There's a question in it somewhere. Uh, he basically talked about you being an intelligent player, uh, having the ability to be in the right place at the right time, uh, and he said you had you also had the ability to you were able to execute all types of finishers. So I guess my two questions to you: being a striker myself, um, being a man Carl plays for the Cross Keys at Wath, um, <laughs> I, I like to think that I can execute all types of finishers. Uh, no, but that's on your PlayStation. It's different. <laughs> Does that come natural, Danny, to you? Uh, executing all types of finishes. Is it something you worked on or did that come natural? That's the first part of the question. And I guess the second part of the question is, is very similar in terms of being able to arrive at the right place at the right time. Is that also something that you worked on? 
Um, well, there's no secret to it. Um, I mean, if you, if you ask anyone, I'm sure you'll interview Adam at some point, and and then Jay when he came along, others Jay Rodriguez, and and we used to spend hours and hours and hours doing those kind of finishes. Okay. No, I mean I don't know if you remember the goal I scored against Cardiff. This Oh, second one when yeah. Adam whipped the ball from like our, our half pitch, yeah, yeah, and I chested it and I volleyed it into the way to the goal. That yes. was that was a, a thing. That was a thing we did three or four weeks prior to the game. We were we were in a competition and a constant competition, especially the forward line. After the session, you know, we we're doing finishing, 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 and thousands of shots, you know, and and basically that's 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 how you get better. You don't you're not born with such things, you know. It's 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 willing to improve, as I always said. It's willing to improve and willing to, to put yourself to the test, you know, and not being, not being scared to execute those things that you did in training during the games. That's where yeah. the difference is between, you know, average players and good players. You know, they, they're able to do it in training, but not all of them are able to do it in the games. And that's just a mental restriction because the skill is there. It's just say, okay, whatever, I'll try it, you know, and, and it, 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 that's how it, it got there. And, the second question, um, you know, being there at the right place at the right time, it's it's matter of intelligence. It's 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 thinking while you're playing. You know, some people have the instincts to run after the ball, and then you know. And in my case, I always when I'm when I'm off possession, and I always say this to my players: when you don't have the ball, you have the time to think. You know, it's it's it's. It's normal, you know. You have a split second. You have, you can think. You say, okay, the space is there. Let me go there because that's the only place I can get the ball and I can, you know, I can score a goal. Or I can, I can intercept or something. So you have to think before you, you, you actually execute. And yeah. you know, it's being smart, being intelligent, obviously helps. You know, but you know, it's, it's, it's something that you work on as well. It's not only, it's not only, you know, luck. Yeah. What about what about present day then? What obviously you've got your kit. We know you've been you've been training. What are you up to these days? Well, I'm managing a club in Malta, and um, you know we've been uh, I've been at the club for 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 one year. Basically, I took over last year. Um, very young squad, and we're playing the best football in the country. Uh, it's all possession based football, and and you know trying to install some some principles into them, and and then on how to approach football and how to approach the games because. Unfortunately, in this country, mentality, it's a bit different, you know, and then you try to install whatever, whatever I learned, um, you know, in England and around the world to try and, and you know, give them something that they, they can't experience because, you know, for various reasons, some of them are not on that high quality to, to be able to play in, in, in England or whatever or any, any other European big country and others are but don't have the experience, you know, and so you try to help them out um, as human beings as well, you know, um, you know, especially in difficult times and stuff. So, you know, we're, we're I'm doing my best. So I have a, good, a great staff with me and, um, you know, and great facilities and the club is a really good club and, and you know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's a next step in my, in my career, let's say, let's put it that way. And we mustn't forget, of course, you've had a fantastic career as a, as a multi-international as well. Spanning yeah. over what 10 11 years, if I'm if I'm right, yeah, I played left over 50 games and and very long time, yeah, it was it was it was fun, you know. It's 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 something that to to look back and, and be proud of, you know. And and you know, I can't I can't complain, my, my career was 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 really good, you know. And I worked for it, I worked every 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 penny I earned, I I, I left my sweat and blood on the on the on the, 
on daily on daily basis on the pitch training pitch and the games so and outside the pitch as well you know every time we had community works and we had um, things to represent the club and stuff I was always the first one to volunteer to go and, and, and you know it's you know being being at a, at a club and that's what I'm trying to to install into the players here you know that being at a club it's not just playing football it's not about playing football it's, it's many other things you know there's so much feelings around the club and so much you know involvement of people that you don't even know that are you know giving their 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 their, their best to the club and so you just have to, you have to, you have to, you know, you have to be very careful and very, very dedicated. Before, before Chris, we, oh, sorry, oh, sorry can I, just one more question, Chris, because I, I, I could, I could talk to Daniel all night. Um, one thing that you've just said, which, which really struck me, we spoke to uh, Martin Devaney last week, uh, who's obviously under 23s. We spoke to Rory Fallon uh, a couple of weeks ago, who is involved yeah, with yeah. Plymouth, and and um, they talk very much about um, coaching, managing. It's not just about football skills, is it? It's about shaping young people or, or players. Um, surely, being an international and, and, and having lived and experienced different cultures, everything, you, know, you, you are best placed to do that for the players that you've got. Is there a, a wish somewhere in the back of the head to maybe one day come back to England and, and, and manage? Or is Malta now the home where you've, you've settled and, and where you want to stay? Oh no, my my mind is to England straight away. Um, <laughs> I've always been ambitious as a as a football player, uh, and I reached high levels as a football player, and I will reach um, high levels in managing as well. So I love it. you know, it's it's, it. it's it's uh, it's uh, it's something that I have in me. Uh, football for me is everything. Uh, football for me, for some people, it's a job. For others, it's a temporary job. Uh, for me, it's life. You know, um, especially at these difficult times. You know, we spent. Um, it would be it, 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 it's gonna it might sound selfish what I'm about to say um, because I know people are going through a lot uh, but for me without football it's like you know without life without air basically and I'm not, and I'm not joking when I'm saying this you know I'm not just saying this for the sake of saying it it's no. it's reality and I show that every time I played for me it's no. life you know it's it's I put everything down the line and and you know, without football, without being able to 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 watch football on TV, without being able to to to, to go to training, to to you know, to to interact with players, with the managers and stuff, it's oh man, you know, yeah. it's, it's just it's just hard. My last comment to you before I hand over to Chris. My mate Steve said to me, Bogdanovich played every match as if it was the cup final, and I think that's probably the biggest compliment that you can pay to a player, isn't it? And and that's Chris. Uh, yeah, Danny, it's been brilliant to have you on. We would love to come and visit you in Malta at some point and have a look. Uh, are you head coach there or are you actually manager? Is it different from, from over here? Obviously, that those roles have kind of like intermingled. Yeah, I know European, yeah, European, UK and Europe, it's, it's, a, bit, it's a bit different. Basically, I'm, I'm the manager. So I try and keep, I try and keep um, at my club uh, the setup that, was, you know, that I found, that I learned and I experienced in, in, in England. Okay. Because I'm lucky enough to be to, to have played in Italy and in in, in in Asia and Africa, so I've seen the way things work, and and I can compare those those things, you know, and and find the for in my view the best way and the best solution for it. And best solution is the the UK system. That's yeah. that's simple as that. You know, it's yeah. it's a manager. It's it's um, in Italy basically a coach, a head coach. Um, 
he has little or no say on players who he's bringing in or because it's a sporting director that brings players in and stuff. Yes. And to be honest, I do not agree with that because the manager is the manager. If I want to play a certain style of football, I need to bring in certain type, type of players and not someone else bringing me certain type of players. Yeah, you know, so I, I try and work in, in, a, in, a, in an English way and, and I think that's the best way to go forward. And, and in the results show it, you know, as a setup, as a club, we're making massive steps forward and, Brilliant. you know, Maybe we'll come and visit Malta. Maybe anytime, you can have, anytime. give me and uh, give me and Carlo a trial, um, and you you can tell him how good I am, and then and then, you know pan him. Uh, no, Danny, we really appreciate. It. We know you are a very busy man. Uh, you've just come off training right. field. You need to go home and get a shower. See 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 your family and things like that. So we do appreciate you taking time out of your day. I'm sure Red fans will appreciate it. Everybody oh. still talks about you in a very positive light. Yeah. You were a man for the times that that fit. Barnsley uh, and its profile. Well, timeless, isn't it? Timeless, because we're still looking for players like that. Correct. We've got some, don't get me wrong, but it's about every match is a cup final and it's not about shirking out from, uh, you know, a, a tackle or thinking, I'm not going to run because he's fast. It's about 100% on the pitch and then afterwards you can recover. But in that 90 minutes, that is, that is your stage and that's when, yeah. Definitely. I mean, you know, um, people go and do their jobs from six o'clock in the morning till whatever time finish and 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 they they earn their money in a hard way yeah. you know and I, as a player you you're the biggest coward if you do not respect that you know you're disrespecting everyone especially yourself as a human being yeah. so the, all you can do is you can always do the maximum do your best and then you know sometimes you score sometimes you miss we all make mistakes but there is no excuse for effort effort there is no excuse you know there might be excuse for skills but effort has nothing to do with, with uh, you know. So. I hope you're listening, Chris. Effort. Yeah. Right? <laughs> when football resumes. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carlo van der Walten, thank you very much for joining us you on your podcast with me. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, one of the nicest guys in football. Uh, we wish you all the luck and we'll be following your, uh, your career. And who knows, in a few months, when football's resumed, we'll get you back on and you can let us know how you're doing. No Danny, worries, anytime, thank guys. Thank you very thank much for joining thanks us. Thanks for having we me. We really appreciate it. You thank have you. a good week. Uh, come back on another time. All right, top man. Peace yeah, out. Guys. Cheers. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping, and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Talk Sport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.